How do you do? Have you ever felt worthless? As if life had no meaning? It's not a pleasant feeling. And our basic human nature drives us to desire some sense of purpose to our time on earth. Come with us and meet a man who viewed life as having no meaning whatsoever. His conflict between desire and reality broke him, leading to self-abuse and near-death. Yet his aimless existence eventually became a point for encouraging others, beginning when his heart and mind and life were unshackled. Get a moving. Jail time. In you all go. Hey, hey, what's the charge? Public drunkenness disorderly conduct, and theft. Like you'll be remembered tomorrow. But drunk? Me? <laughs> Wake up, son. Uh, what's this here motel called? City jail. Jail? Wait, what for? Uh, like I said last night, public drunkenness and disorderly conduct. Oh, and don't forget theft. Theft? Hey, now, I ain't no thief. Ain't the story the liquor store clerk's a-telling? And he's got a pack of witnesses. Well, let me at him. Let me at him! Then we'll see what he says. Hmm. Seems you got anger issues, too. Y'all ain't seen anger yet. I seen enough of you this morning. Hey, hey, where you going? You come back here! I'm talking to you, pig! From the crossroads of America, this is Unshackled the longest-running radio drama in broadcast history. True Life Stories, produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. The young man in this story felt he had no meaning as he faced life. But you'll learn how that once meaningless life became an inspiration to others in the true story of Preston Alfred, right now on Unshackled. I was born in Palestine, Texas in 1971. Early on, I found a taste for alcohol. It was around our home all the time, and it seemed like everywhere I went, some was available. Matter of fact, if I was someplace I couldn't get a drink, (laughs) I was as nervous as a fly in a glue pot. Church was one of those few places, and my meemaw took me on occasion. But back home, Daddy made up for the lack of alcohol. Preston boy, come here. Share a bottle with Daddy. Sure, Daddy. Oh, what is it? Oh, just cheap beer. Still morning, you know. I like it when you give me that. It makes me feel funny inside. Sometimes Billy's daddy gives us some, but it ain't nothing like ours. It's more fun with you anyhow. Oh, that's a nice thing to say, boy. Drinking's okay. Just don't start smoking cigarettes. Bad for your health. Uh-uh, daddy. Won't catch me smoking. I promise. Smoking. That's another set of spurs. Once I broke that promise to Dad, well, the process just kept a repeating itself. Hey, was you smoking yesterday? Ah, oh, Dad, just a little puffin'. Ain't never gonna smoke weed, though. Honest. Yeah, well, 
Just a little smoke ain't going to kill you. Hey, Preston, was I smelling some funny cigarettes this morning? Just weed. No big deal, but I promise, ain't no way I'll do coke. Ah, just a little coke. Ain't no way I'm doing crack, though. I was a classic case. Cigarettes and marijuana were my introduction to the hard stuff. I kept using larger amounts of coke and crack and moved on to heroin and meth and then began mixing them with other drugs. And all along, I didn't concern myself with what might happen if I took too much. Easy, young man. Nice deep breaths. Uh, Good morning, nurse. What do we have here? Oh, morning, doctor. I hung a new IV a few minutes ago. He finally seems to be coming out of the coma. He tried speaking a little bit ago. Just now removed the breathing tubes. Typical gagging and coughing. We have him in restraints, though, because he got combative. Young man, this is a hospital, and you've been in a coma. Can you tell me your name? Huh? Name? What, I'm in a hospital? Why? Hey, why am I tied down? What? You've been in a coma. Just relax. A coma? Why'd you bother waking me up? Y'all should have just let me die. God, please just let me die. Now take it easy. There ain't nothing in this world for me. I don't want to be alive. Just let me die. A couple of different times I woke up from a coma in a hospital. And I can't count the number of times I woke up in jail. When I wasn't in some kind of a facility, people knew me for the wild combination of drugs I tried. I remember once setting up a huge line of cocaine, putting a rock on a crack pipe, and getting a needle with coke ready. Setting them up, one after the other, then went down the line taking them all. You see, to me, life was worthless if I wasn't drunk or high, and I didn't want to live if I was dry. One morning, in the hospital, I woke up just as a rehab counselor walked into my room. I'm from Spring Shadows Glen Drug Rehab Center. Doctor wants to know if you're interested in transferring to Spring Shadows. Why would I want to do that? Well, my information says you were found unconscious. You're carrying several bottles of pills, and your arms show signs of heavy drug use. You could benefit from our drug and alcohol treatment programs. Now, I ain't got no money for that. Plus, I'd miss work. Yeah, by the time you're released from the hospital, chances are very slim that your job will be waiting for you. Besides, when they found you in a, in a gutter, you didn't have an ID on you, so they admitted you as John Doe. So as you can see here on our admittance form, that qualifies you to receive treatment at no cost, paid for by the state. Ain't interested. Well, this could be your chance to turn things around. This is going to be your chance to eat that fancy clipboard if you don't beat it. Now I said, get out! My severe temper and anger were almost as self-destructive as my alcohol and drug addiction. Many a times I had fights in bars and street corners, which usually landed me in jail. After I blew up at that rehab counselor and they finally released me from the hospital, I snuck some Valium from my mom, picked up my final paycheck and bought a bus ticket to California. And along the way, I gave my brother Wayne a quick call. Why are you calling? Ain't sure. Uh... I'm leaving Texas. Heading to California. As if y'all care. Fine by me. Just keep clear of that cousin of ours out there. He's more of a druggie than you are. If that's possible. Drop dead, Wayne. I didn't ask for your advice. 
I ignored Wayne and moved in with my cousin. I stayed there until his Mima found I was with him, so she handed me money for food and a ticket out of town. I used the food money to buy a gallon jug of cheap vodka and caught the next bus back to Texas. In addition to my Mima taking me and my two brothers to church when we were kids, Mom and Dad took us occasionally, between the times they were drunk. Their drinking and occasional church going continued until Dad surprised us all with an announcement. Hey, hey, listen up, everybody, listen up, y'all. Listen to me, I got an idea here. No, no, come on, I done decided. I'm fixing to be a preacher man. <laughs> a preacher? Yeah, shown off. Hey, there's good money there. Well, you ain't never acted like a preacher. You can't party, 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 and then suddenly preach. Unless you call yourself the partying preacher. <laughs> partying preacher. Look, I've changed. Just you wait and see. But I'm going to need y'all's help. We got to act like a preacher's family. We'll go to preaching at churches. We'll join meetings. We'll clean up our act. Be one fine family. Oh, forget you. I ain't changing my life. Just because you want some stupid change and want to be a preacher don't mean I want to change and be part of a preacher's family. Hey, could be just what this family needs. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I got a reputation to uphold, all right? Matter of fact, I'm done with church for good. No preacher or God is going to tell me how to live. I'm a doing what I want. I pushed back so hard and long that Dad finally gave up his plan for preaching. That's about the time when I figured out how easy it was to use and manipulate people. I used girls for pleasure, guys to gain status. Actually, to get something I wanted, I'd take advantage of anybody, even my family. They actually did care for me and tried helping me through my addictions, but I resisted because, well, an addict wants what they want. After that, I had very little contact with my parents. When I was sober, I'd long for a deep relationship with someone, anyone, especially a girl. Eventually, I landed a job as a karaoke DJ for a local bar. And from time to time, a girl named Lena came in with her friends, and she'd take the mic and sing for the crowd. I was so impressed with her singing, but I was blown away by her beauty. Howdy! So, the DJ does get a break here. <laughs> Gotta fetch a drink once in a while. <laughs> you come here lots, don't you? Sure do. Y'all put on a good show. Impressive. I couldn't help noticing... I Y'all really enjoy yourselves. You have a few drinks, sing a little, have a lot of fun. Girls gotta have fun. How about getting high? Y'all do any of that? A little. Some of the girls use weed. I'm cool without it. <laughs> That's a switch from me and my friends. We take all we can get. Sometimes, you know, I wish I could be like y'all. But life's drier than desert barbed wire without a high. Or without somebody. <laughs> well, DJ time again. <laughs> Hope to see y'all back soon. You count on it. I finally found someone I felt I could have a real relationship with. Lena and I dated a while and finally married. Now, having something to live for, I tried sobering up for good. I tried, I did, but I'd be sober for a while and then I'd fall off the wagon and then get back on the wagon and then fall off again and, and so on. A repetition of failure. It was that drunk, sober, drunk roller coaster that brought me to the lowest point of my life. It came one night when I was desperately drunk. 
I woke up the next morning in a graveyard. But the worst part was yet to come. I had to go home and face my pregnant wife with more bad news. We'll find out what that news was in just a moment. After a night of drinking and taking drugs, I woke up to find myself lying in a graveyard. Dirty, unshaven, and hungover, I stumbled onto the porch of my home. All right already, hang on! What's with all the knocking? Oh, Preston, it's you. What happened with you? I don't know. Oh, baloney. What do y'all do now? Uh, Where's your keys? Uh, I don't know. You spill it. What happened? I, I messed up, Lena. I, I drank too much, and when the bars closed, I went looking for drugs, but I didn't have no money. And? I, I was needing a fix bad, so I uh, uh, sold your car. You what? I'll get it back. How? You sold it, I, Preston. I, uh, uh, I ain't even got words to... I'm sorry, Lena. Sorry? It seems like you're sorry we ever got married. Well, we ain't been married that long. Ought to be easy enough to get out of it. Wait, what? You heard me. Then you can live like you want. Go off and get drunk every night. Save me from having kids. Wouldn't have to explain why their daddy loves booze and drugs more than them. But Lena, Lena, come on now. I, I love y'all. I can't lose you. Y'all's the only thing I got that's worth anything. Don't seem like it. I'll change. And pigs fly. I will. I, I'll do another program. I've heard it all before, Preston. I'll do church. Just think about it, please. Come on, honey. Will you just please? She did eventually forgive me. When she let me back in the house, it seemed to wake up something inside of me. I remembered hearing in church that the Bible says we're all created in God's image and that God forgives. So I figured that's why Lena forgave me. Now that made me try harder in life. We got Lena's car back and I attended some recovery meetings. A few weeks after Lena forgave me, I received a surprise phone call. Hello. Preston, it's me. Who's me? Your brother Wayne. Well, well. Wayne... Alfred. Yeah, I know we ain't had contact for a while. I'm sorry there. How's you and Lena? Tolerable. You? Well, that's why I called. Something good happened. Okay. I went to this new church with a friend of mine. It wasn't like the one Meemaw took us to. I really liked it. Small church, but great people. Funny thing was, the preacher was preaching from the Bible, pointed out things like, All have sinned, and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We may have heard it before in church, but this time it stuck. Made me realize I was a sinner and needing God's forgiveness. So I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I attend regular now and was wondering if y'all come along some Sunday. You're inviting me and Lena to go to church? (laughs) I guess so. Look, inviting y'all even surprises me. Interested in coming? <laughs> Matter of fact, Wayne, I, I kind of am. Get out. Surprising, huh? Yeah. But I'm starting to learn we serve a God of surprises. Our first visit was great. 
the music, the people, the preacher, it made me want to return. So, hey, we did. The next time, I heard something that stuck in my head and fit my life like a glove. This is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Jesus is near the Sea of Galilee, and to the people around him, he says these words. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now some of you here today are struggling with a heavy burden. I don't know what it is. Maybe the loss of a loved one or, or being out of work. or Could be a marriage on the rocks. Maybe depend on chemicals to be happy. Or could be facing legal issues. Whatever the burden, Jesus said, stop trying to carry it alone. Come to me. I will give rest for your soul and I'll carry that burden. Friend, those words are as true today as they were when Jesus first spoke them. He's saying that whatever you're struggling with, He can help. He wants to help. Now, how can we get His help? Acts 3.19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Repent and be converted. Now, to repent means that you change direction. Turn away from that sinful life and turn to God. Be converted means to be changed. Stop trying to be in control of your own life and let God make you a new person. If you don't yet know Jesus but want to, pray this little prayer with me now. Dear God, I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. I can't clean up my sin by myself. I need Jesus to do that. I accept your free gift of salvation, Lord. And God, I've got this burden. Tell them what that burden is, whatever it is weighing you down. I can't handle it myself. But because of the blood of Jesus, I'm now a new person. And I give that burden to you. Amen. lifting burdens. What the preacher said found a warm spot deep in my heart. Sitting there in my chair that morning, I prayed right along with the preacher and received Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God had lots of work to do to make me a new person, but he began the process straight away. Lena received Christ around the same time, and Jesus became the center of our home. A short while later, we were baptized together. Now, I can confidently say that without bringing Christ into our marriage, it would have never survived. But there were other things I still had to face. So these guys you hang out with, how are they going to take this new life? Already happening. I ran into Jack yesterday, and the Millers, and Tommy today, told him about my accepting Christ and that I'm quitting drinking. <laughs> Did they fall over? Well, come on now. Jack just laughed and said, well, we'll see how long that lasts. The others tried to drag me to a bar anyway. I, I want to try and help them, but I can see what they'll do to me. You know, people using don't make friends. They recruit accomplices. The first thing, I got to cut off contact with them old drinking buddies. Mm-hmm. 
I gotta be steering clear of temptation. That's one of those burdens I gave the Lord. What about your anger? Well, now that's a different skunk. Ain't sure how to tackle that yet. First off, I'm praying on it. I'll let you know when I get some guidance. God works in different ways to change people. You know, some alcoholics can stop drinking cold, and others take a while for the taste to disappear. Many struggle the rest of their life. Now, for me, I no longer had a desire to drink, but I knew the attraction was right under my skin. At the time, we lived near downtown Houston, but moved to Sugarland, where we found a church nearby. I was still ashamed of my past, so as we made new friends, I acted like Preston Alfred was Churchy McChurchster, a, a Christian who had it all together. Well, and one Sunday, Walt, a fella about as big as Texas, gave his testimony in the service. Walt's story was a lot like mine, and he went on about getting involved in something called Celebrate Recovery. I was definitely interested. All right, glad all you guys have come out here. Good. Hey, 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 we got us someone new. Welcome. I'm Walt. I'm Preston. I heard you give your testimony in church a while back. I need a recovery group, but I want one based in the Bible. Well, you found it. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical program helping folks overcome our hurts, habits, and hang-ups. It's based on the actual words of Jesus rather than psychological theory. All our steps are based right there in the Bible. Uh, Good. I've tried most of the recovery programs, and they're okay, but not what I need right now. I need to be in the Bible. Plus, I gotta start opening up about who I really am. Well, this is the place. Now's the time. Let's get this thing going. All right, everybody, find a seat. That started my journey of support and recovery and letting folks know my real history. Now I don't have a problem talking about my past because I use it to encourage others while I help them with their broken lives. I've even become a leader in Celebrate Recovery. But alcohol wasn't my only issue. My anger was still hotter than the bobcats. And Walt was with me once when I blew my top. Hey, watch where you're going, you idiot! Hey, come, on, come on, Preston, now. Deep breaths. Easy now, easy. You'll be fine. Can you believe that guy? I, I, I should have just run right into him. I... Oh, man. I, I, I'm sorry. Everything's cool. Except me. Come on now. I, I lost it. I, oh, oh, I could have gotten us both killed. I'm so sorry. Oh, you had a right to be angry. I'd have been too. You just let it out the wrong way. Why doesn't God just take it from me? That's not how he usually works. Even Jesus got angry. Important thing with anger is, is it justified? And are you handling it right? I know. I deal with anger, too. Well, how do you handle it? Punching bag in my garage. (laughs) I've been through two already. (laughs) A punching bag. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, he he looked good. He's looking pretty good today. Yeah, he he had a good one, man. All right, well, good workout, guys. Uh, Glad you all decided to join me here outside the ring. So, what's your plan? Why are we here? Well, well, uh, all of us here have admitted to anger problems, right? Walt told me he slugs it out with a punching bag, and that gave me an idea. We should meet weekly, spend some time practicing martial arts, hit the bags, blow off some steam, then have a brief Bible study and discussion on keeping ourselves under control, and finally, pray for each other. 
a sort of a anger support group. You could call it that. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, I like that. Might draw some of the other guys in, and we can be a witness to them. Pray for them too. You got it. Now, y'all, I asked Walt to bring along a verse or two to get us started tonight. Walt. Right.、Uh, well, I decided for tonight on Ephesians 4:26, which basically says, and these are my words: If you're angry, don't let it become sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Now, this is an important verse to me because, well, my anger led to other forms of sin. Our car was stolen recently. Now, in the past. I'd have gone ballistic, but with God's help, I kept my cool. You could probably summarize my new life with Psalm 40, verses one and two. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. I'm Preston Alfred. And without the love of God who sent His Son for me, I would not be alive today. Listening friend, what God did for Preston, He can and wants to do for you. Is your burden heavy? Do you need rest? Like Preston, are you ready to receive Jesus as your Savior? There's no better time than right now. In your own words, tell God you're a sinner, that you want your sins forgiven, and that you are receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And finally, most importantly, believe. Listening friend, are you ready to take the next step to a new life? Whether you're rich or poor, happy in your relationships, or lonely and searching for connection. You still need a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. As Rita learned, anything could change in a moment. The one thing that will never change is God's love for you. If you'd like to experience this new life in Christ, won't you pray with us now, dear Heavenly Father? I know that I am a sinner. I know that I need you to help guide me away from evil things. And towards good, towards you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Please forgive my sins, and open the door of my heart and life to you. I receive you as my Savior, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice, and for your precious gift of eternal life in heaven with you. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed with us just now, we'd like you to get in touch. When you do, we'll send you some free literature to tell you all about what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Our email address is unshackled at pgm dot org. Visit our website to learn more about this ministry, unshackled dot org. Take a moment to write and let us know you listen. And while you're writing, send a note to the manager of this station saying thank you for unshackled. Kingdom Promoter, Crystal Centric Station.
serving the body of Christ. You are listening to Christocentric Station. Where listening invites hope. by saying because we know Proverbs chapter 18 21 says this death and life come on are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall what eat the fruit thereof so you and your seed are gonna live by speaking something and we gonna speak favor over their lives you ready Now we're going to declare this. Now get ready because when you say it, it's going to start happening. The moment you declare this, it's going to start happening for you. And then I'd like you to make sure you say it now continuously every day. Because I get up and confess the favor of God surrounds me today like a shield. Say amen to that. And I expect doors to open. I expect folks to call me on the phone and I get a blessing. I expect, come on now. You ready? Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I decree from this moment forward, I see myself the way God sees me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I am crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am reigning as a king in life through the one man Jesus Christ the Messiah. Now in Jesus name I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment, supernatural increase. I have restoration. I have prominence. I have petitions granted, laws changed. 
changed. Policies and rules changed. And battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name. Every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me and surround me as with a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. Doors are now open for me that men have said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. In Jesus name I am honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to him. I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And so be it right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now give the Lord a praise. I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful So, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire And in darkness night you are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Oh, so Don't
And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God Praise God, another beautiful day is here. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Bless your heart and thank you for joining us right here on the Christocentric station. Good morning, good morning. Tell your friends, Fifi Fosen, the Christocentric guy is here with a word for Munch on the Good Start broadcast. Well, I'm trusting that you're having a beautiful time wherever you are. Quickly, let's take a prayer and then we can get a word to Munch on for today. Father, we thank you for the privilege of hearing your word. Your word is alive to us it brings healing to our bodies i pray that this word that actually made everything there is in this world according to john chapter 1 verse 3 will be made manifest in our lives right here and forevermore in jesus name we say amen well today i want to speak on the subject beginning beginning and my scripture references from isaiah 43 18 19 Isaiah 43, 18, 19, beginning. Now the scripture says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Hallelujah. That's a prophecy for somebody today. God is about to do a new thing in your life. You know, sometimes the hardest thing in life is to begin something. As humans, we have high hopes, big dreams, grand plans, but somehow we never managed to move from, if you like, the planning stage to the action stage. Meanwhile, as we play it safe and wait for the perfect time to start, the clock does not wait for us. It continues to tick, tick tock, tick tock. The days will turn into weeks, the weeks then to months, and then the months will turn to years. And before you realize, perhaps it's too late. If you're listening to me this morning, I want to ask you, do you have an exciting plan? One that you haven't yet acted upon? One that the Holy Spirit always puts on your heart? Do you have one? Are you working on it or you're playing it safe? Perhaps too safe? You're waiting for the ideal moment before you begin? When is this ideal moment going to come? Every day the Holy Spirit is showing you signs. He's sending people to tell you you're dreaming about it. What are you waiting for? You want money? Ideas do not need money immediately. Act on them. Yes, 
You think about it, you act on it. Sometimes you wait for money and money never comes. Meanwhile, if we had started implementing it, some way, somehow, the money would have come. I hope you got that revelation. See, sometimes by waiting for the ideal moment to begin, it never comes. You may be missing opportunities as you waste time. Some great people in the world made some profound statement. I want to share with you quickly. I'm sure you're familiar with the name Norman Vincent Peale. He's a minister, an American minister, and the author of The Power of Positive Thinking. He said, Great things develop from small beginnings. Great things develop from small beginnings. One of my pastors, Prophet Diallo, would say, Think big, but start small. <laughs> Walt Disney, you know Walt Disney, come on. He's one of the pioneers of the American animation industry. He said, The way to get started is to stop talking and start doing. The way to get started is to stop talking and start doing. And this is a word for somebody. Let me add one from Andrew Carnegie, a Scottish American industrialist and philanthropist. He once said, The first man gets the oyster. <laughs> the second man gets the shell. Do you catch it? The first man gets the oyster. The second man gets the shell. See, all these men that I have mentioned or quoted from, they were right. Procrastination can be expensive. No wonder they say it is the thief of time. Procrastination. Charlie, it can be very, very, very expensive. I was in a chat with a woman of God just last night. And she was talking about a project that she felt led to do. And she said, you know what? I've been hoping to get a studio to start working this project out. But it looks like things are delaying. But I, I just feel in my spirit that I can start in my house online. I say, hey, what are you waiting for? <laughs> do you feel that conviction? You know, two years non-stop. Every day I was online. Social media. I was on Facebook. I was on Instagram. And I was sharing the word every morning. That's how the whole idea of the Good Start broadcast started. I was committed. There were times that I come on and people are not watching. It takes a while. One, two, three, four, five, six. Sometimes it goes to ten. Sometimes eleven. Sometimes well, it shoots up and like that, like a roller coaster. There were people around me who laughed at me. There were people around me who said, "Ah, I'll call it that, I know." I mean, hey, this guy, what is he doing, wasting this time? People actually laughed. They scorned me, but I knew what the Lord has said to me. See, the truth is unknown to me. People go back to watch it. People go and spend time watching and consuming it. I said yesterday, there was one reminder that day was my wife who preached. And so I reshared what was preached two years ago, exactly yesterday. Can you imagine? People went to watch it and they came back commenting, saying that, wow, this word blessed us. Oh my goodness. See, there was a guy I'd met on Sunday doing a new TV show with Joy Prime. I mean, that's also a testimony I'll be sharing one of these days. And he sent me a message. Let me pull my phone and read it out to you. He surprised me yesterday. He said, good afternoon, sir. It was such an honor to meet you yesterday. Now, let me share my testimony. After national service, I was home for some time without a job. 
I always log on your live stream. What live stream does Fifi Volson do? Well, Good Start Broadcast. He said, I always log on your live stream to pray with you. One day you said, Albert Calvin, you will get a job. My goodness. And that month, I was called at Fidelity Bank. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? I had no idea. This, he said, I can't remember which day it was. But he has had this testimony for a while. Maybe that day he was the only one watching. Hey, you know what? If God sends you, go. Shut up. Stop talking to people who would discourage you. Move. Today, you are here in Christocentric Station. Do you know how God can trust you with projects like this? See, the testimonies coming in for Christocentric Station is overwhelming. And God bless all of you who are supporting, who are calling in, who are telling me, Vivi, this is what God is using this platform to do. I give God the praise, but I'm telling you that people might laugh at you, people might scorn you, people might say whatever they want to say. You know what God has said to you. Do not waste time. Don't listen to them. So if you've been putting off that next idea, that grand adventure, that hot desire, this word is for you. It's probably time for you to reorder your to-do list. Yes, get back today. Take the pen and paper and say, you know what? I am waiting no more. I remember Sinaj said, people come to me and say, Sinaj, please give me money to go and record a song. And then she looks at them and they're using two expensive phones. She says, my dear, if God called you to do this, you need to sacrifice, invest into it, sell one of the phones, invest the money into it. One day you will get that money back. Oh my goodness, that was a hard one. A good one day. <laughs> See, the best day to begin an important task is this day, today. Mark today's day somewhere. It's the 4th of August, 2020. It's a beautiful Tuesday. This morning, I've come to announce to you that tomorrow or the next day or the next week or the next month, it's too late to begin that which God has asked you to begin. Yeah? Time no day. I want to end here. I want to believe that I've provoked you enough. Do not remember the former things you tried well. It messed up. Hey. Do not consider the things of old always in the past. Behold, the Lord said, I will do a new thing. But he can't do without you. Getting up and pushing. Rick Warren once said, God specializes in giving people a fresh start. The Lord has given you a fresh start this morning. C.S. Lewis once said, What saves a man is to take a step, then another step. Come on now, you gotta move. If you look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14, it says, There is one thing I always do, forgetting the past and straining towards what is ahead. This is Apostle Paul speaking. 
I keep trying to reach the goal and get the price for which God called me. He says, I keep trying to reach. He's not sitting down. He's inspired by the Holy Ghost in himself. Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your welfare, not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. This is the word of God for you. And I feel I've actually provoked you enough. I want to share what I call the word for munch. A summary of what I've put together for you today. See, if you are graduating into a new phase of life, be sure to make God your partner. If you do, he will guide your steps. He will help carry your burdens. He will help you become a better leader. And he will help you focus on the things that really matter. Yes, he will. Do you have a relationship with him? Praise God. If you do, if you don't, you need to accept him into your heart right now. It's a simple prayer where you say after me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your word so sweet. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me. Today, Jesus, I surrender my all unto you. I receive you into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. Lead me and I will follow you. Sweet Holy Spirit, now that you live inside of me, help me to begin that assignment you have given to me. Even in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you today as you go throughout the day, whatever you are involved with. I decree you are blessed. Whatever your hands will touch to do. The boundary lines have already fallen in pleasant places for you. You are already blessed. So walk in the blessings of the Lord. May the crooked roads be made straight. The rough roads be made smooth. May the mountains be removed and the valleys filled for your sake. Enjoy the grace of God. I pray the same grace will see you through every life's race. With an extra pace no enemy can chase. In the name of Jesus, you say amen. I thank God for your life. It's a rough for today on Word for Munch. We are back go well in tomorrow. Christocentric station, Christ-centered station, the kingdom promoter is anointed by all standards. The content is sanctified. When you connect to it, you know you are spending time in the presence of the Lord. I decree over your life that as you listen, as you invite people to listen, the Lord will bless you. In Jesus' name, you say amen. God bless you. Have a beautiful morning. I'm sure we'll connect soon. Cheers. Christocentric station. Enjoy.
Crystal Centric Station. Enjoy. I want to pronounce this blessing upon you today, and it is a benediction of blessing. I decree and declare, this is the day the Lord has made. Since every good gift comes from God, I speak that this day is both good and perfect. May your day bring you divine opportunities, and may it be filled with strategic encounters. May it be filled with wonderful surprises, supernatural breakthroughs, and miracles. May the best 
best of your today become the worst of your tomorrows. May this moment become your defining moment, marking the ending of a sad, depressing, discouraging history and the beginning of a prosperous, debt-free, disease-free, depression-free destiny. May you forever live under an open heaven. May God give you a strategy for prosperous and successful living. May you be well acquainted with your heritage, where you come from, with your inheritance, what you were born into, with your identity, who you are, with your purpose, what you were born to be, with your destiny, where you are going, with your vision, what you see yourself accomplishing within your lifetime, with your mission, why you do what you do, the reason, the intention for you doing that, with your assignment, what you should be doing when you get there, with relationships, who you should be doing it with when you get there, the people that add value to your life, with resources, with what you should be doing it with, with timing and your gifts and your abilities. Uh, your timing is when you should be doing what you're doing. Uh, I pronounce a benediction upon you that God would give you a strategy, give you the ability to know what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And then finally, I pronounce a blessing upon you and this benediction that you will leave a legacy, that you will leave something for the next generation to know that you did it. I pronounce this benediction upon you that you will live in a prosperous, healthy environment. May God prosper the works of your hand. May everything you touch turn into prophetic goal. May your life forever reflect the shimmer of God's glory and divinity. May your life be blessed with all good things. May joy, peace, prosperity, and success be as abundant as the stars at night. May friendship, favor, affluence, influence, happiness, support, beauty, purpose, direction, and abundant living be your constant companion. May you be unconditionally loved, celebrated, revered, appreciated, and honored beyond measure and human comprehension by all. May God grant you true, lasting, mutually beneficial relationships, friendships, association, alliances, partnerships, and support. May you make a difference in this world. May you have the courage to make your mark and leave your footprint in the sand of time. May your name and good works be memorialized. May your children fulfill their purpose and maximize their potential. May they have favor with God and man. May your creations, inventions, products, goods, services be in high demand globally. May God firmly place you at a comparative advantage. May you distinguish yourself amongst the great, the influential, the powerful. May your good name precede you. May your goals be achievable. May God grant you wisdom for successful negotiations. May all that is owed to you be released to you now. May your blessing uh, like the stars be too numerous to count. May health and wealth walk with you hand in hand. May your victories be as abundant as the grain of sand. May lack and strength 
struggle be a distant memory of the past. May you subdue your enemies. May you be fruitful in all of your endeavors. May God grant you multiple streams of income. May you navigate these streams with an anointing that gives you business savvy. May economic and financial tides turn in your favor. May abundant wealth be transferred into your hands. May the title deeds for commercial, real estate, and prime property be placed in your financial coffers, your chambers, and treasury. May your income always be greater than your expenditure. May you be more than happy to underwrite your government's budget by paying your taxes. May you have so much more money than needed for your day-to-day expenses. May you always have more than enough to give. May you become a humanitarian, given to those who can never repay the favor. May you give a tenth of your earnings to a charitable, non-profit organization whose focus is on helping the less fortunate, the orphan, the widowers, the homeless, the destitute, and helpless. May your bank accounts be filled. May your pocketbook never run dry. May you consider a million dollars pocket change. May daily compounding interest favor your investment. May your words be recorded, published, distributed, and bought. May God divinely increase and prolifically bless you. May your network and net worth increase profoundly. May you be resourceful. Everything you need will be available to you when you need it. May your blessings come upon you and overtake you. May your success confound your and overwhelm your enemies. May they become speechless as their tongues cleave to the roof of their mouths in disbelief. May you experience overnight success. May you live in an Edenic state of mind and dwell in your prophetic Goshen. May God release divine angelic escorts to safely lead you into the promised land. May your head never lack fresh oil. May your mouth be filled with spontaneous praise. May your hands never lack lack productivity. May your mind never lack witty million dollar ideas and creative billion dollar inventions. May your spirit be filled with God's abundant and divine presence. May your soul never lack joy and peace. May your heart never lack courage. May your feet never lack progress. May the light of God's word forever light your pathway. May you blaze new trails. May you run through troops and leap over walls. May you discover new horizons as you become the Christopher Columbus of your discipline, your industry, your profession, and your chosen field. May music and laughter fill your house. May your home be a haven of peace. May wealth and riches be in your house. May God dissolve the pain of yesterday so that it will never appear again tomorrow. May the abundance of the sea be converted unto you. May every good seed you planted last season yield a fruitful harvest this season. May your activities be synchronized and syncopated to heaven's rhythm. May you know God in his fullness. May he grant you pleasure and power. May greatness be your portion. May you live your life in such a way that all the world will know that it is blessed because of your presence in it. May you experience supernatural increase. May you live in a mortgage-free mansion. 
May you own Fortune 500 type companies and businesses. May your wealth outlive all future generations. May your loved ones be favored. May they never become homeless or lack bread to eat. May they have the comparative advantage. May they set honorable goals and outperform their competition. May they live on the competitive edge. May they perceive and capitalize on opportunities. May they optimize their potential. May they maximize their educational disciplines. May routine and consistency remain as an integral part of their lifestyle. May your relationships be mutually beneficial. May you be settled with who you are and what you are called to do. May you never settle for less than what you deserve. May you expect only the best for your life. May you continuously raise the bar and push the envelope on your life's performance. May you outperform your competition. May you think big and always outside of the box. May you practice discipline, routine, and remain focused. May you set plausible goals and reach them. May you live drug-free, drought-free, debt-free, disease-free, drama-free, depression-free. May excellence be the signature upon all you do and say. May you become all that God will have you to become. May God supply all your need according to his riches in glory. May his spirit be your companion. May Jesus forever be your Lord and Savior. May you become the head and not the tail. May you forever be the first and not last. May you forever be above only and not beneath. May you be strengthened in the inner man. May you continue to dream big. May you awaken every morning to live the life of your dreams. May you live a humble life of gratitude and thanksgiving, knowing that he which began the good work in you will complete it for faithful is he that calls you to this realm of success and prosperity and it is he who will also do it. I speak this benediction of blessing upon your life in the name of Jesus. According to Genesis 28, 3-4 And the God Almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful and multiply thee that thou mayst be a multitude of people and give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee to thy seed with thee that thou mayst inherit the land whereinto thou was a stranger which God gave unto Abraham. According to Ephesians 3, 20-21 Now unto him that is able to do the exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all age world without an amen. According to Psalm 129 verse 8 the blessing of the Lord be upon you we bless you in the name of the Lord and according to Numbers 6 24 to 26 the Lord bless thee and keep thee the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace amen
shows forth your great and mighty hand. You are great in all your ways. You are God that still remains. Yet you never change. Yes, you are God. When I look to the heavens and the world you create. Shows forth your great and mighty hand. You are great in all your ways. You are God that still remains. Yet you never change. Yes, you are God. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord, most high for say Yes, you are the Lord. You're the most high God, most high. Ancient of days. Yes, you are the Lord, most high.
Crystal Centric Station. Enjoy.